Yo, what up? Welcome to this rainy Tuesday morning. Um, I wanted to get on here and talk about goals for 2024 and not necessarily my goals, just goal setting and um, actually achieving those goals within the year that you want to achieve them, right? It, it is January. Everybody does the the New Year's resolutions. Now, I'm not against New Year resolutions per se. I never really set any because my resolution is literally the same every year, get better, right? Very vague, non-descriptive, um, because I never have had a problem with achieving the thing that I want. And not let me sound like I'm the best person in the world or I never fail. No, that's not the case. Everything that I set out to do, I accomplish, right? Whether it is within the year or just in general. And it, because it all goes back to when I was in school. When I was in elementary school, I got all A's. Uh, I read all the books that I wanted. I played the video games and I beat the video games that I wanted, right? I was determined. I was always wanting to get better and do those things. Same thing when I went to middle school. I get, I think I got whatever pre- presidential's academic award and I got like a little watch and a little plaque. Um, I was like all, I don't know if middle school has districts, but I was like all district band. I was like second chair saxophone behind uh, my buddy who is now a professional musician and a music teacher. So, you know, I knew I wasn't going to be a professional music person in general. I like to make beats and I want to get back to that. Maybe that's a goal I can, I can do, but I, I have the program on my computer. I always mess around with it. So it's not a priority, but it is a want. Um, so I achieved that, you know, I made a team on the football team, even though I didn't really know what was going on until I was in high school, like, uh, and then in high school, right? Again, I have a weird achievement of having perfect attendance for all four years outside of, you know, missing class for sports endeavors, but they give an excuse absence for that because you can't do anything about it. Um, I got all A's again. What else? I was on varsity in two sports. I won best car. Like, I really, like, everything that I've wanted to do and I was determined to do it, I did. And, like I said, yes, I did fail along the way, right? Um, There's plenty of times in football where I didn't know what was going on or how I was going to get stuff accomplished or how it would work out or if I would even ever make it to college football or would I even like football anymore? Cause I know I've said it before. I didn't grow up watching football. I wasn't a huge football fan. Like uh, most of my friends were, I was just good at studying, you know, it helps to be good at studying when you can understand concepts. You don't have to be there to learn something, I was able to watch, you know, NFL replays, and it's funny because this is before YouTube, so I had to go out and buy, um, not buy, but borrow, like, VHS tapes of watching old games, like, oh, I don't understand what this coverage is, but this guy did this when this guy ran this route, 
or you would watch the NFL replays where they would have the old players talk back and like explain what they saw or explain what they were doing within the play. Now, it's not the best way to learn. You know, a lot of people would rather be at practice and have a coach, but with my circumstances, I made the best of what I could. I worked out every day, uh, make sure I didn't get sick, taking my vitamins, being healthy, and then, you know, just learning the game. Um, like I said, the first time I ever played cornerback, I played against Robert Griffin. So think about that learning curve <laughs> that I had to get over immediately once I started, right? I never played the position before. And then I have to defend against a guy that eventually won the Heisman Trophy, could have been an Olympic hurdler, or should have been an Olympic hurdler on top of the Heisman, um, beat Oklahoma and OU in, in the first time, or in the same year for the first time in like 100 years for Baylor, um, top pick in the draft, you know, NFL veteran, and now he's a TV personality. Like, that was a guy that I learned how to play against. So when you get challenged in that manner, you... If you're driven, you will overcome. You might not win, right? I failed plenty of times. He looked me off of a play when there was no lineman. Like, what was I looking at? I don't know. I I don't know what I was looking at. He's just that good. He he was so good that he got me to do something where it lineman should be there and there should be a threat to run. And I still looked. I still looked. And I probably got a touchdown scored on me because his receiver was 6'4", and I'm 5'11". <laughs> you know? But you you get back up and try and try and try and try and try and try again, like Marshawn says, and over and over and over, right? You keep going. Now, when it comes to setting goals or resolutions... Now, a lot of times people fail these things because they are very difficult comparatively to what they've done before, right? Um, I'm in, I've been in fitness for a long time, so I see it every year since I've been aware of New Year's resolutions. Like, I want to lose X amount of weight or I want to lift X amount of weight, and they don't come up with a plan. Now, I always say that I have the same resolution, but I do always have a soft plan, right? Like, I want to run a 20-minute 5K. I want to run a sub-20-minute 5K this year. I want to achieve that sometime this year. I am not out here randomly running in the streets as fast as I can, hoping and praying that I ran enough to run or to run a sub-20-minute 5K. I know I'm about two and a half to three minutes off. I could shave those off if I could run a better race on a flat course, but you deal with your circumstances, right? I found programs online. I have a wealth of knowledge on myself, so I understand how I train. I understand my schedule. I understand what to what capacity that I could run as well. Like, I don't just keep running. There's days like I took yesterday off. Um, I had an hour run. Sunday, I had an hour run Saturday, I had a tempo run on Friday, it's like I had a program set, but I understood how my body felt and how much I needed to run, so I chose not to run, and I chose to eat a little more carbs, 
um, Monday so that today during my 45 minute run, I'll be well rested and, and I'll be able to recover to be able to run a quality run today, which is one of my last runs. I got two more after this and then my race on Saturday, right? So if I was just hoping to run better, a lot of people would think, well, if I just run more, if I just do more, it'll work. It's like, no. And that is a big thing with uh, people and their diets. Now, I see, uh, okay, let me, let me give, give a, a disclaimer to this. I'm not against anybody. I'm not against anybody eating a specific way, specific diet, specific size. But there are things that I will never understand why that they're happening. I, like I said, been in fitness for a long time, just in general, I think almost 25 years now. And not as a professional, I think as a professional, I was there for a decade. But I've been doing my own research, figuring out what stuff works, what stuff doesn't work, what is a bunch of, you know, marketing and what is a bunch of effective training for your everyday life, sports specific, and anything else that you would like to do, right? These things, these concepts can be applied to learning. These concepts can be applied to video games. These concepts can be applied to, you know, dieting or even taking care of your own, like, family, right? All these things are general terms that I've formed a basis of my knowledge, right? So there's always the group of people that in an unhealthy way, got skinny or fit, right? They underate calories, they overtrained, they let the number on the scale get to them, they let the Photoshop mm, people in the magazines and in the Instagrams, the Facebooks, they let all those things get to their head and stop them from achieving. Then they flip to the other side. They go to the body positivity where they're just like, oh, I enjoy eating. I enjoy doing this. I enjoy doing that. And to me, both of those are severely unhealthy, right? Even the fit bod is severely unhealthy because they're doing it in an unhealthy way. There is a healthy way to get to that point. And it doesn't have to involve um, performance enhancing drugs. It can just be hard work. And dedication, right? So a lot of times, I'm not a journaling type of person. Um, I, I don't know. I've never been. I just pay attention. I've always had to just pay attention. When it was growing up with my mom, taking care of my sister and brother, trying to balance school and work and life and just being helpful in general, you just had to pay attention. So I've always understood myself and how I train. But I always encourage people to write stuff down. And so you can see what you're doing and why it's not working, right? So let's say you wanted to lose 10 pounds. So you look up some internet fad diet that is very extreme or a big change from your normal diet. For one, why would you take this extreme diet and apply it to your life when you're not adapted to it? I don't know, but that's a thing that I've learned over time. It's like, okay, well, I think I need a general, sustainable way to have a diet, right? 
And before CrossFit ever made it famous, or even though, I don't know, I wasn't on the internet in the early 2000s, I was just in the magazines. And every bodybuilding magazine is like, you need your protein, you need your carbs, and you need your fats, right? A portion of each. So you can get a lot of your protein in your in your fats from your, your meat portion or like a steak, eggs, stuff like that, avocados. Um, you can get your carbs from rice, you know, your jasmine rice, your fruits, you know, sometimes your oats, and then maybe some sweets as in like an eight ounce glass of orange juice, one eight ounce glass, not like a half a gallon, or maybe you could just eat oranges, you know. A few sweets as in like ice cream or candy and stuff like that. You know, just a general diet. I always had meat, rice, and a veggie. My mom always cooked that. You know, I know I'm lucky that uh, I had that. I never ate cereal with milk. I always had bacon and eggs in the morning. Um, So when you think about it, I lived in a general state of like a paleo diet for my entire life. So that if I want to switch to a vegetarian diet, it's not a super shock to my system because I've given it a steady volume of some sort of veggie for the entirety of my life. So even if I turn one aspect down and turn one aspect up, my body will function in a way where it's not in so much shock, right? And plus, you wouldn't do it cold turkey. Like You should never really do that to your body I know a lot of people do that to try and act tough or like I need to do it the the hardest way possible so I can get the best result yeah yeah you need to do something really different to get a result but unless you're competing and then even on top of that unless you're competing and have a chance to win if you're thinking of doing anything extreme Right, you want to do a bodybuilding or a, a physique show, uh, powerlifting or weightlifting competition, running or any sport, really any sport. You don't want to do anything that extreme that quickly. You will burn out. You will be unhealthy, no matter how healthy the diet is or how healthy your numbers seem to be. You will burn out, and in turns, you will not achieve your goals. And if you're one of the lucky few that can tough it out, excuse me, you're one of the lucky few that can tough it out, you know, fight through it. And at the end of the year, yeah, you lost your 50 pounds, but now um, your thyroid's not working. You're constantly fatigued. You eat like seven almonds a day and say that's enough for you. You're doing it in such an unhealthy way that the bounce back seems like something you need to do. And this is where writing stuff down comes into play. Um, If you write it down and see what you did trending on over the year, you can make those small adjustments and figure out what is it that you are doing wrong. Why did I get this result But why and why do I feel less than stellar when I wake up in the morning, right? Despite what I look like, you know, 
and me about to turn 34, a lot of people say once you turn 30, like your back starts creaking, your knees start hurting. I'm like, outside of, you know, actual injuries that I sustained in sports, I am always 100% okay. I can get up and go run. I can get up and go pick up something. I can help anybody move. <laughs> I can help anybody move. I can always function. And that's because I've been doing the same thing, building a base, sometimes peaking, sometimes in a valley, but always having that base of fitness and nutrition that I don't need to set an extreme goal for me to achieve anything. And that's kind of what I wanted to put across as my message for this podcast and for people who are setting goals and resolutions in general. You can do it. It will take time. Nothing in life comes quick, right? Write your days down. What are you doing? You don't have to be so specific that it becomes a a chore. You can do it as you're eating your meal, right? You're eating breakfast. Oh, I cooked two eggs. I had one piece of toast, unbuttered, and one slice of bacon and a half an avocado. I did this. And don't even think about putting stuff in MyFitnessPal. I know that's that's a very popular thing to do. But a lot of people do get overwhelmed by those numbers. Like, oh my gosh, I'm not fitting this, this, and this, and this. Change your lifestyle so you can do this year-round. A lot of people don't find that sweet spot where they can just, you know, function. I can eat the same thing. Like, I eat a pound of steak, a bowl of rice, and a cup of steamed veggies. If I ate that for dinner for the rest of my life, I know I'm good. I know I'm getting around 800 to 1,000 calories in the steak. I know I'm getting about 100 to 200 carbs in the rice, depending on... I know I say bowl, but I don't give a, a true measurement. But I'm getting like 100 to 200 grams of carbs with the rice, getting some sugar in there, getting some fat in the steak, and then um, whatever the veggies is, is also carbs, a little bit of carbs, um, a little bit of vitamins and minerals. But if I keep doing the consistent thing over and over, I don't have to worry about certain aspects of it. I'm like, okay, so I've done this for three months now and I've gotten this result. Let me move over to my fitness pal and see what I'm actually getting and see if I need to adjust anywhere, right? That's where you figure out where you need to adjust something and then you can move on to a bigger and better thing. And I do suggest getting a coach off the bat, you know, like my buddy uh, Jalen down in Columbia now. Great coach. He knows a lot about him and his wife know a lot about nutrition and fitness. I think Jalen more the fitness side and his wife more the nutrition side because she's a wrestler. You know, you have to fit into weight classes. I know me me and Jalen both are weightlifters, but um, if we are 96, we're 96. If we're 97, we're 102. Like, we are those kinds of lifters. But again, if you've been doing something for 20 years, you kind of know where you lie. You kind of know what you need to do to either gain or lose. I know what I need to do to gain. I am a terrible food eater. I hate eating food. I hate sitting down. The preparation, I I don't like doing any of that, right? 
And if my mom didn't prepare all this stuff for me, maybe I wouldn't have done it because I, I always ate. I always ate enough, but I never ate enough to get big. And my mom loved cooking, so she prepared a lot of food for me, right? Me, I'm naturally not a big eater. I love cooking steak. I love making the rice. I love making my veggies. I love cooking. I love cooking. But if you give me one piece of bacon and like two eggs, I'm like, all right, I'm good. Apple, I'm good. I don't need to do all that. But if I want to be strong, I need to step my game up. I need to get on at least one one protein shake a day. I need a f- fulfilling breakfast. I need a solid lunch. I need a big dinner. And then I need to sleep well. I need to do this constantly for a 12-week cycle. And then, and then I test my numbers. And then I see where I'm at. And then I start over again. But you can't do that. Unless you get into a habit of doing something. So I challenge you guys to look at your resolution. Like really look. Look in the mirror and look at yourself. It's like, am I doing this the right way? And if you're doing it right way, great. If you're not, go grab a notebook. Write down how you're feeling then. Write down your resolution. See it. Visualize it on the paper. So that you know that you're um, responsible to yourself. And all right. What did I have for breakfast? I had this, this, and this for breakfast. And you can even look up, you know, my fitness pal or just doing a simple Google search on the calories and the micronutrients through there. But don't start adding too many levels quick because that's how you'll burn out. And that's how you get the yo-yo effect. And that's how you get like terrible body image issues, um, terrible mental focus. You know, you get a lot of you get a lot of depression that way because you're not achieving goals, but you're not understanding what you're even doing. All right. So that's my take on goals and resolutions for 2024. Hopefully you got something from that. And then we just stay positive and we keep working. We keep driving towards that goal, whether it takes us the entire year or we achieve it six months in, and then we can get a new goal and you can follow that same pattern and apply it to anything that you're doing in life to where you can find a happy medium, even if the medium is chaotic, you know, at least you know what you're going to get instead of going into every situation blind. All right. So. I got my goal under 20 minute 5k for the year. I want to also be able to compete in a weightlifting competition. I am getting close to that masters. (laughs) So I can go to all the cool places and international meets that I was never going to get as a senior. Right. And that doesn't mean I'm going to win, but it is a lot easier as a masters than it is as a senior. Okay. I can't wait for that. So until next time, I'll probably put out another one after my race, and I'll probably do some profiles on uh, the next upcoming UFC pay-per-view. I'm actually going to go through with stuff this time because I got a better schedule um, in terms of getting stuff done. Uh, So look out for that. I'm going to put all three of these videos up on Thursday. I know I haven't put the other two up. Yeah, they're going to be late, and I'm going to probably throw a disclaimer in there in the, the caption. But I am getting used to doing this solo editing, like actual editing, not just click and upload. So bear with me, guys. I'm getting there. And I need to buy a new mic stand because holding this mic is terrible. But, you know, you do what you got to do. You know what you're getting into when you're trying to achieve a goal. And this is just all a part of the process. So peace, everybody. I'm out.